always knew this moment would come, Zach. What moment? And that we would end up in bed together. Your dream come true, honestly, huh? Yeah, it is. The really sad oh part God. is that we're both clothed. <laughs> <clears throat> I think I might need to take some a drink of water. Hold, hold, please. Or a shot. Oh, the shot. The shots. We don't have any spirits. We failed. I have spirit. Yes, I do. I have spirit. How about you? Oh, I want to kill you right now for doing that. <laughs> she meant spirits, as in vodka yeah we don't have any vodka but we have well i have wine if you spill that wine on my bed i will kill you will you it's not even your bed it's a hotel okay yeah hi guys welcome to straight out of nashville welcome it's gabby and zach clearly gabby has lost her voice Mm -hmm. gabby and i are both laying in gabby's bed that's right we're in key west for the key west songwriters festival and we've had like a lot of really fun days we've met some really cool people but Mm -hmm. now it's Saturday morning, and Gabby literally has no voice left. I have just been working too hard, Zach. Working in the bathroom <laughs> or working what, sis? Why your voice is gone? Because, honey, my voice is here and present. <laughs> been whooping too much in the gay clubs. Let's just go there. Let's just go there. Literally, Gabby has turned into a woo girl. I don't know how it's happened. It's like I encompassed all the things on Broadway that I dislike. Yeah, and now every time I'm with Gabby, she's like, Woo! <laughs> I'm literally like, what the so hell true. is wrong with you? Well, in my defense. Go ahead. Give me your defense. <laughs> We've done a lot of shots. When she says a lot, we only did like six last night. Well, yeah, but the shots in the UK are like a third of the size here. These were like literally goblets here. Yeah. So, okay, let's go ahead and do our quick recap because last night... We went to the gay bar, which was amazing because we got in for free and we went in and there was like these hot men on the bar and they were like wearing these little Speedos and, and they kept putting their hands down mm-hmm. their pants and like slowly moving their Speedos lower and lower and lower. Yeah, I saw more flesh that night than I have done in a long <laughs> time. I um, saw a stage and I was like, I want to get on the stage. You were having your moment in Key West. I was West. having my moment in the men-only gay bar in Key West. <laughs> <laughs> Doing like, my best Tina Turner, I might add. That was your best? Probably not. I was about to say, I'm really disappointed if that is your best. Give me credit, I had six flipping tequilas. That means you should be better. Simply the best. <laughs> Yeah, so basically, guys, if you've not heard of the Key West Songwriters Festival before, it's not about gay bars. It's actually about the songwriting community, and it celebrates it. But obviously, Nashville is known for its songwriters and the hub of amazing songwriters that write for these massive stars that are based in Music City. Most of them come to Key West for this festival. I was like, the really cool part is, is like every Luke Bryan, Jason Aldean, Miranda Lambert, Carrie Underwood song that you hear on the radio mm-hmm. is all written by these people that have, to you, no name. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. They don't have a public name, but they're, they're literally the curators behind these songs. Yes. And so yeah, they yeah. come to Key West and they share their stories about like where they were mentally and emotionally when they wrote these songs. Mm-hmm. And then they like pitch them to these big artists and then the artists cut the songs for radio. So for the duration, it's like four or five days, the songwriters are put in the spotlight. <clears throat> and so... About time. Yeah. And... Uh, HD Radio is a sponsor of the Songwriting Festival, the BMI Songwriting Festival, um, and we work with HD Radio. So they sent us here to Key West to hang out with some of the songwriters, to 
hear their stories, share their stories right here on this podcast. So, on today's episode of Straight Out of Nashville, we have... Mr. Cole Swindell. That's right, that's right. We have my future husband, Willie Shaw. Willie Shaw, good Lord, he is sexy, he's smart in finance, and he can sing, honey. And -hmm. then lastly, we have Mr. Robert Earl King. He is a fucking legend in the songwriting community. Yeah, he has written so many hits, and he's just this really cool guy. He kind of looks like Santa. got like a sexy Santa. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So first up, we have Mr. Cole Swindell. Here we go, boo. Hey, what's up? It's Zach and Gabby. We're hanging out with the one and only Cole Swindell at the Key West Songwriter Festival. What's up, friend? Hey, glad to see y'all. How, how you doing? You? Y'all good? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. We're here at the Songwriter Festival. This, how could I be any better? This is like your home. It, it really is. The second home. This is, uh, yeah. you know, being a Georgia boy, moving to Nashville, wanting to write songs. This is about the best place you can showcase those songs right here yeah you say you moved to nashville to write songs not only do you write songs you've had like 11 number ones as a songwriter and eight number ones as an artist like that is ridiculous if you'd have told me that i remember just having the dream of moving to nashville i just wanted to write a song much less have a number one much less that many i mean it's insane and and over the past six years which have been the best years of my life it's you know it's all about the music it's all about the songs and you know that's why i'm here this weekend yeah did you always want to transition from being a songwriter into like taking center stage or did that kind of happen organically? You know, that's a great question. It's it kind of happened. Everybody's got their own story and mine is is pretty crazy. You know, I started singing in the bars in college, you know, singing cover songs and that's just What was your go-to like, cover? Yeah, that, well, what was my go-to cover? Probably Carried Away George Strait. Okay. I didn't write that. I wish I would have. I didn't write any of the songs I played back in college, but that was what motivated me. I finally woke up and said, all these songs, it's fun being on stage. I fell in love with being, you know, entertaining and watching other people have fun out there. And, yeah. But then I realized, these aren't my songs they're singing back. These are somebody else's. That's easy to be able to sing a hit song and get people to sing. Like, how about you go write one and, and get somebody to sing? And that that's is what, the real And that's what, yeah, that's what I did. I moved to Nashville because I knew that I needed to write my own songs. And that was, that was the path for me and fell in love with the songwriting and then all of a sudden it all came together i got a record deal and i got to sing those songs and that's like i said i I didn't plan it out that way but yeah i always aspired to be an artist it just kind of happened the way it did so rewind a little bit you said you started in college what did you go to college for which year (laughs) um (laughs) i'm kidding yeah first couple years i was undeclared i remember you know and i think about that where i am now just thinking about how how stressing it was you know not just me my mom my family like what are you gonna do what you know and i I don't know (laughs) I, i don't know and you know, I, I finally decided on marketing, so I was a marketing major, and I left Georgia Southern with like 18 hours left and broke my mom's heart. You were so <gasps> close. I know, I know, and it's, like I said, I mean, and looking back, I know, I'd be the same way, I, but I just, I didn't have a backup plan, and I think sometimes that's the best plan is, is I'm either going to make it or there's no other option. I'm going to make it. I'm going to, and well, I wouldn't advise anybody to do that. I, of course, finish school and, and then go, but it's just. Personal like said, note from Cole Swindell. Please do not drop out of college. Please PSA. don't. Hey, yeah. If, I, I need to go back and finish up at some point, Georgia Southern, if y'all want to have me back. So. That's right. You heard it here first. Well, were you playing last night by any chance? Because me and Zach were taking a little stroll down Duval Street, which is the main street here in Key West, and there was this massive queue and we were like what is everybody queuing up for and word on the street was it was you (laughs) well I'm just like I said I mean to be a part of this whole event 
is amazing. But yeah, last night it was great I crowd. I to know that Gabby and I skipped people in line so we could see you. We tried to. <laughs> we tried to hustle. Next time, y'all shoot me a text and we'll get you in there because I heard the line was, yeah, was they, they want to control. Ridiculous. I mean, you probably wouldn't have wanted to meet us last night. I'm feeling very delicate today because no, I was, was, was on the same level last night. Trust me. And also... <laughs> I, I don't know if we've got any NASCAR fans watching, but Dale Earnhardt Jr. introduced me. On oh, stage. no like, big does, deal. Yeah, Holy yeah. crap. You know, he lives down here, so it's, it's pretty yeah, good got a place we, down here. So We were hanging with one of his buddies. Yeah, you never know who you're going to see. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking about songwriting and, and one of, uh, you know, a race car driver that's a legend. That's pretty pretty cool. Everybody, You never know who you're going to see in it's Key ridiculous. West. So. Okay, well, I saw the state of Matt Kennedy last night, and he was kind of on a par with me. Why are you so chipper today? What's your Mainly, hangover cure? Yeah. Pedialyte? What time is it right now? <laughs> that's what I mean. That's that's the only reason. When I woke up this morning, a good thing this interview wasn't scheduled for one, uh, nine a.m. or anything. That's right. So we're you know I've had a little time to kind of yeah come around, but it's like and also I just got here yesterday, so I, and I had a show late last night, so I didn't I didn't really get the, the full party too. But yeah, so to, to, I'm glad this interview isn't tomorrow because tonight's going to be a, a blast. Wait, call me. We usually we usually start our podcast with a shot of vodka, and we encourage all of our guests to do the same. We tried to find a liquor it, store, uh, we couldn't bring it. But what would be your shot of choice? I like whiskey, but okay. honestly, I'm not picky. So if anybody were around and like, hey, what do you want to shoot? I will let them pick. I'll take a shot of anything. Not, yeah, that's right. you know what I'm saying. It's just it's all going to do the same thing. So yeah. Like, <laughs> so you're about to go on tour with Luke Bryan, which yeah. is ridiculous. When you're on tour, what is like the weirdest thing on your rider? Like you request backstage. You know what's funny about that? I don't even know what's on my right. I need to look at that like, and update it because uh, I'm trying to think what we have that would be. Like sour Honestly, gummy worms? you know what? Uh, cherry juice. Uh, cherry, cherry juice? juice? Nice. No, I'm. Be- I've never really even weird. heard of that before. <laughs> you never heard I didn't of cherry even know that was a thing. <laughs> Zach has never lived. I didn't know cherries had juice. I I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I'm like, how do you juice a cherry? <laughs> They know how. I don't know how, but I just, I just, <laughs> I just drink it. What That's our headline right there, by the way. <laughs> cherry juice. That sounds really grotesque. I didn't know cherries had juice. That Honestly. needs to be the whole thing. That's, that's great. <laughs> when we get our TV show, we are making juice out of cherries with you. you We're coming for you. Already. We're I, lo- I love you already. Yeah, this is awesome. And I love hearing you talk. It's amazing. Yeah. Literally, I want right, her okay. to read like the back of a shampoo bottle. I, I want her to read <laughs> lyrics of a song of mine. And, like, just put, you know, Done. Just put, yeah. Speaking of songs of yours... <laughs> Is there a song that you've written that you're, like, really embarrassed about? Like, I cannot believe I put that on a piece of paper. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially some of the first songs I wrote, you know. like <laughs> You have to go through the the stages of it takes a lot of work to, to get to where, you know, you're writing songs that aren't bad, you yeah. know. But but for me, yeah, I've had uh, nothing I'm going to mention or anybody recorded, but I just, yeah, I've, I've written a couple that I'm like, mm, Maybe I shouldn't probably have not the deepest roots of country music right yeah. there. But, you know, it's fun. And that's what, like I said, man, music... It's it's all opinion. It's it's what you like. It doesn't matter what you know what anybody else thinks. It's just you know you have songs for this, songs for that. All of them can't be sad. All of them can't be happy. It's a good mixture, and that's what I love about making albums. And like I said, uh, yeah, I've written a couple that I wish I wouldn't have, but hey, it got me to where I am right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Two questions about radio for you. Can you remember the first time you heard yourself on the radio? And is there a song playing on the radio right now that you're like, oh, I wish I'd have wrote that? Man. That question always gets me about what song on the radio I wish I'd written because they're all of them, honestly. But yeah. it's just there's so many. But yeah, the um, what was the first 
the first question, not that question. The first question was when, uh, like, can you remember the first time you heard yeah, yeah, yourself yeah. on the radio? Absolutely. What were you wearing? Did you have deodorant? I don't remember on? all that. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, I did. We want probably. the feeling. We want the feelings. The feeling. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Actually, no. I don't want to know you were. I don't know how you felt. So yeah, we were. I was in Nashville, and I remember. Um, yeah, the station there was going to play it, and it's kind of they. What got station was it? It was uh, well, actually, Highway XM Radio oh, yeah. played it first. So that was um, I, Luke Bryan was taking over, kind of hosting a weekend thing, a countdown kind of thing, playing stuff. And I didn't have, you know, I was brand, I didn't have a record, yet, I didn't have anything. And we were, you know, we were buddies. And I had this song called "Chilling It" that he loved. And he's like, "Hey, he's like, you care if I put this in? I get to play whatever I want on this show." No big deal. Luke Bryan is being your personal DJ. I, hey, that that helped. And you know, him him goals chilling it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It changed everything, but yeah, I remember the first time I heard that, and just, you know, when you're a kid growing up listening to radio, you don't, I don't know, you want to be on there, but you don't, that's not you're very, like, how you, does you that don't, happen? you don't even, yeah, you don't even know how that even happens, yeah. and then to be right in the middle of it, and just, it's hard to put into words, honestly, man, it's just, yeah, there's a video of me online, if you look it up, you can see me listening to Chilling It for the first time on the highway. Oh, I'm going to Google it. We so, need to find uh, it. Yeah, you can just, you, you write your own review of my emotions, because that, it's, it's insane, man, you can't. You can't really put it into words. I mean, your whole dream, your whole life, right there in three minutes on, on the radio. That's, that's, that's so uh, cool. pretty crazy. Yeah. I love that. And uh, the song that's playing on the radio right now that you wish you'd have written. Oh, man. Because you're, you're like homies with a Everybody. lot of big names, you know, Florida Georgia Line. Like, there's so many great songs out there, but, you know, one that, and that's, I hate this question because there's so many songs and I don't want to just pick one. Sorry. But right now, yeah. um, I'm going to go with... Uh, label mate of mine, Ashley McBride. She's a new artist. And I love girl, her. Girl Going Nowhere is one of the biggest. I mean, I literally about to have chills thinking about it because, you know, just listen to the song. I mean, it's unbelievable and it tells the story of, of wanting to do this, chase a dream. How, how people from your little small town think you're crazy. Like, yeah. you're not going to make it. You're, what are you doing? Like, get a real job, do this. And it's just, that's so not fair, you know. And for her to, and the way she introduces the song is the one of the best stories of it. Because the song is so good, it's like literally, un, it's unbelievable. And I remember her telling the story at CRS this past year when all of radio were in town, and she introduced the song and just telling the story. So y'all, please look that song up and listen to her tell the story of why she wrote it about a teacher telling her she was crazy for wanting to do that. I mean, just stuff like that. It's yeah. man, but that. You know, everything you go through makes you who you are. And for her to have a song like that is, I, I just, you know, I hope it keeps rolling because that thing deserves to be at the top of the charts. One of the best written songs I've ever heard. Yeah. Speaking of top of the charts, you have had, set, like, your first album had seven singles that all went number one. So do you have, like, a cabinet in your house where you keep all of your awards? Is it, like, right next to the liquor cabinet? Honestly, it looks like a, I look like a hoarder. I mean, when I, like, you walk, <laughs> I mean, not, I don't mean that. That sounded bad. But it's like, there's... I don't have anywhere to put all. I, I've taken some of it home, and you need to just buy a mansion. It, I just got, <laughs> yeah. You I need I a bigger house to go for that. So uh, yeah, but no, I, it's like I said. Yeah, we've we've got them kind of piled up on the floor. I don't know where to hang them yet. It's but, ridiculous. And it's my house, so I don't want. It's not like a. I, I want to save it for if I have an office someday. Who okay. knows? Yeah. <laughs> I, I um, like was reading through um, like your bio and something that I've written down so I didn't forget to ask you was about you made um, history performing the first ever live TV and radio broadcast from the 57th floor terrace of Four Wheel Trade Centre. That must have been like such a moment. Can you kind of take us through that sort of feeling? Uh, you know, that like I said, I, I don't know if I'll ever be able to or ever do anything that's that special. I mean, that was... Like I said, I hated that I had to sing that kind of song, but 
that's you know that's life and that's you know people relate to that especially being there you know we all we all know what what happened there it's just it's crazy that music touches so many people like no matter where you're from you know what you believe it's just music it connects everybody and to be able to sing you should be here at that place I mean that's Honestly, that may be the highlight of my career. Now that you you've mentioned that, I just uh, I don't know if I can ever. I hope I never have to top anything like that because it's yeah. like I said. I mean, every every circumstance led us to that right there. And like I said, man, I, I'm I'm gonna cherish that forever. That was that was special. So my last question is on a more positive note. Yep. I have signed myself up to be Gabby's wingman. Okay. And so I want to know, like, what I is know where being, this is going. What? I'm just. I think asking. he's married. <laughs> no, I'm. A, no, do you have any single friends slash what is the best way to approach a, uh, like a single straight guy? He's trying to hook just me up. Her, just go say hey. Yeah, just, she, just, just her accent. Just say hey. Just yeah, absolutely. Just talk. Hey. You didn't even say that in an accent. That sounded like me. Hey. <laughs> okay, here we go. Like this. Hello. Yes. Oh, that was really kind of sexy, like phone sex operator. It's because of all the tequilas from last night. <laughs> Cole Swindell, you're amazing. Nice. Thank Love you so y'all. much thank for hanging so much, out yeah. with us. Yeah, thank you. thank you. How cool is Cole Swindell? Literally, he was the sweetest dude on the entire planet. Like, I feel like we became instantly BFFs. And he called you beautiful. I know, right? Ow, girl. Still available, guys. So Still sorry, available. <laughs> he has a girlfriend. We'll talk about my loins. Oh, maybe we should talk about my loins. Your loins are like the fucking hit of the <laughs> internet, Gabby. <laughs> Literally, every single review that we have on iTunes is like, oh my God, Gabby's loins, are they still on fire? Yeah, yeah. FYI, let me go ahead and tell you this. I took Gabby out Friday night, or Thursday night when we got here in Key West. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, Gabby, tonight is the night I'm going to play your wingman because we've talked about it for so long. And Gabby goes, I'm sorry, my loins are closed, not open for business. <laughs> what in the fuck is wrong with you? I was tired. We'd been traveling for hours. Literally at least like 14 hours. I mean, like we hired a car from Miami and drove to Key West because we were like, it's going to save us some money. <laughs> it's going to save us shitloads and we can spend that on booze. That's right. But like, theoretically, it'll take you a few hours to drive. And we're like, oh, that's nothing. But then what they don't tell you is that you're on like a granny road. They don't, it's not an interstate. I thought like, oh, we could go 70 miles per hour. We can be there in three hours. Great. No, the maximum speed is 45 miles per fucking hour. Literally, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> FYI, guys, I constantly thought I was going to die because Zach was like ducking in and out of the cars. I was like, this old man is not going to drive any faster because you're up his ass but if we need to like break quickly we're all dead no we did it and we killed it and i'm the best driver ever so gabby talking about your loins yes my loins were woken up when we entered the southernmost point house now this is the start of america guys and it's like this is the showstopper of key west right it was this beautiful mansion on this little bitty island on key west and we walk in the front door of this enormous mansion there's a beautiful man in the mansion sitting there working working reception is this was brad pitt no he was way (laughs) joking joking. i'm thinking brad pitt in like the thelma and louise days like he was fucking stunning he had tattoos he had dark dirty blonde hair i mean heaven heaven's angel started singing in my ears salivating thinking about it yeah anyway so we were there for work guys i promise but so you go into this house and it's so impressive and like every president 
ever has like signed a document and it's on the wall it's like incredible and there's this guest book okay so we've got work to do we interview um robert earl Keane, which you're going to hear in a bit we've got to do a bit of schmoozing we saw some amazing songwriters perform so what happens there's a free bar uh-oh uh-oh we took a shot we took one shot of tequila that's all it takes boo that's all it takes what the fuck just flew into my hotel room (laughs) no seriously hold please what is this this is me on pause (laughs) gabby where are you going oh what is it oh why are you bending over in your jorts nice knowing you all i'd just like to say whatever the fucking thing is of that rodent that's here all over my own shoes please i'm gonna have to i'm telling i'm either sleeping in your bed tonight or um what the hell are you gonna do with it what the fuck are you doing with those tweezers zach what the fuck are you doing with those tweezers (laughs) oh my shitty god Guys, just give us a minute, please. What the fuck was that? I don't know. But you got bug juice. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, wait. Closing the door. (laughs) Okay, I feel like we need to put that dead creature outside of my door just as a message to its friends, its brothers, its mothers. (laughs) This is what happens if you enter the room. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going to die. I literally chased that bitch down with your tweezers and then... Wait, did you... Did, did you stab the creature with my tweezers? No, I tried, but it ran. So it jumped off the wall as soon as it saw me. And it what? literally landed on the floor. That's when you went fucking berserk. Do I need to throw away the tweezers? No, I didn't touch it. Okay. To be fair, that thing moved fast and Zach was on it and like it's squashed now, guys. <clears throat> Back to my loins. <laughs> oh my God. Talk about sexy. Bug juice and Gabby's loins. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> anyway, so I have a shot, a very large shot of tequila. We call it a goblet. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Goes straight to my head. To where? To my head, straight to my head. Oh, to oh, your head. It, yeah. Got it. So I was feeling a little, okay, I was feeling shit-faced. I was going to say was a little bit. frisky. I was, yeah, that too. Well, he set them on fire. Like the barometer was on like maximum. <laughs> Honestly, he was something out of control. Anyway, so in this very formal guest book, it's got like notes that's like, oh, Alfred and Marjorie had a wonderful time exploring the historical southernmost point house. Happy 50th anniversary to my aunt and uncle. I love you so much. That's right. What did you write in the guest book, Gabby? Go ahead, tell me. And I'll tell you exactly what I wrote. Okay. Um, May 9th, 2019. To the good-looking blonde man in reception with the tattoos, this is the British DJ. Okay. Call me. Oh. With my number. P.S. He set my loins on fire. (laughs) (laughs) It honestly was like fine and appropriate until you put the last part. And that's how mommy met daddy. (laughs) (laughs) We could only wish. Wait, have you gotten a call yet? Not yet, but you know. 
The day is young. I mean, how often do you think he reads the guest book? This might be like a movie 20 years later. It'd oh be like... Oh, my God. Wait. This is going to be a Lifetime movie. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. Thank you so much. Or some freak is going to call me that's not the blonde man. I mean, as long as you get a call, who cares? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we have to talk about your loins being on fire. Like, literally (gasps) nonstop this entire trip. Do you mean my personal serenading? Personal serenading. Gabby Mm -hmm. had her legs spread, ready to go. (laughs) Actually, screw the blonde one in the southernmost point hotel. This is when mommy really met daddy. Yeah. So Gabby and I were going to the gay bar and we ran into my friend Nicole, literally on the side of the road. And we're like, oh my God, what are you doing? And she goes, oh, I managed this guy named Willie Shaw, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And so Willie came by our hotel room and serenaded Gabby. That's right. When I say serenaded, I mean, Gabby had the goosebumps. She had her legs spread. She just burped. Was ready to go. So, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. I mean, yeah. The dreamboat that is Willie Shaw. Mr. Willie Shaw. Hi, hello. It's Zach and Gabby. Welcome back to Straight Out of Nashville. We are live in Key West for the Key West Songwriter Festival. He saves the hi, hello, how do it, for only for the special guest. Yeah, we have a special hey, guest you? on the podcast today, Willie Shaw. Hey, excited to be here. Is your real name William? Yes, it is. Really? Yes. Why did you go by Willie? Uh, that's just what I grew up with, I guess. Like Wet uh, Willie? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like Willie Nelson. Yeah, like Willie, and it's actually spelled like Willie Nelson, too. So a lot of times we have guests on the podcast that are like country artists, and yeah. you're really special because you're a pop guy from Nashville. Yeah, yeah. So I actually grew up in Southern California, Orange County specifically. Uh, grew up around pop music my whole life. Loved to dance. and, and Oh, my uh, God. What's your go-to dance move as soon as you walk in the club? As soon as I walk. I, I think I'm kind of doing like uh, just a head nod. You got to get the vibe first. You got to okay. see what's yeah. going on. You got to head nod. Like, I'm not going to be on the, on the wall, right? You got to walk through the middle of the crowd and be like what's the vibe here there's a lot of thought into this oh yeah well i mean yeah maybe yeah <laughs> he's a dancing queen clearly yeah. well it's really refreshing that we're here at the key west songwriters festival which is predominantly focused on country artists yeah. you're actually bringing something new to the table yeah. by representing pop yeah so how did you end up here <laughs> how did i end up here it's called um, a plane yeah yeah <laughs> plane plane no i swim um no, um, so I ended up in Nashville. So I used to work in finance, actually. It's kind of a wild story. But grew up in California, uh, got a, scholar, a college scholarship uh, for baseball to go to William & Mary in Virginia. Uh, and then I got a finance degree. I got my Master's of Accounting while I was there. And then I came to Nashville to work in finance, originally. Wow. And then uh, I always had a hobby for music and a real love for it, really. And, and it was always my outlet to write and so on and so forth. And then when I was in Nashville... Uh, Linked up with a bunch of people at a place called The Workshop on Music Row, which is basically a 24-hour gym membership for songwriters trying to meet other songwriters. Sick. Yeah, and so I would I would spend hours and hours at that place after I was done working and write songs, and then I did it long enough to where I fooled some people to pay me to do it full-time. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Wait, so you're sporty, you're intelligent, and Are you do you music? Mm-hmm. Oh, you are, I'm Gabby. Sick. Tick, 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 tick. Are your loins on fire yet? <laughs> Do you like my necklace, Willie? I think it's 
Yeah. <laughs> it is beautiful. Just in case you didn't know, um, Gabby is wearing a single necklace. Yeah. She's Thank you so make much. Sure Thank you so knows. much. Well, I, w- I was very confused too because she's wearing a, an awesome ring on her middle finger here, yeah. which is just next to her ring finger, obviously. And I was like, I looked at that and I was like, oh, it's not the ring f- finger, yeah. right? And Thank God, right? Thank God. <laughs> right. So, you know, there's still a chance. Yes. <laughs> God. So, what, you're doing a speakeasy tour this summer? What does yeah. that mean? Yeah. So, we're doing, uh, starting in June, once a month. Uh, we're going to do a speakeasy tour, which is kind of like a pop-up series. So uh, we're going to you know, advertise it, and you have to get a, a password. And when you show up to the venue, uh, for instance, the first one's going to be at the Crying Wolf. Uh, there's a background of the Crying Wolf that not a lot of people know about. and so I didn't know it was there. Right. And so we're going to do a full-on show there. Um, but to get into that show, you actually have to get the password from our team and the other people that are going to be playing the show. What's the first password? We haven't come up with it. You want to? You want to be in charge I of think this? We should be in charge. No, of don't the let. First don't password. don't give him that responsibility. I think the password should be Titty Wank. Oh, here we go. <laughs> we'll think about it. We'll think about <laughs> it. We'll, we'll be taking suggestions for that. But no, so uh, it's literally going to be you know show up to the bar. You have to go to a certain person at the bar and say the password, and then they lead you to the room, and we're going to deck it out and, and really do it up big. So you're going to feel like you walked into another era entirely. That's so Oh, my cool. God, that's amazing. So why did you choose Nashville if you're like a, a pop artist? Like, yeah, so what was the pull? I think um, one of the things I really love about Nashville is the craft of songwriting. I don't mean that to demean other writers in other places by any means. Um, But in Nashville, you're able to talk about things such as faith, family, values. You're able to talk about storylines and really tell a story within it. Not that you can't do that in other genres, obviously, but but that's really where the heart of the music starts at. And it's really, really great to, one, learn from all the people that have done it for a long time and then try and incorporate that into a pop sense of stringing multiple songs together for a, a bigger storyline, if that makes sense. So one of the ideas that we've talked about in our camp is uh, when we start releasing music is having storylines that actually you know, interact with one another throughout different projects that you can come back to. And when you hear a certain word or a certain solo or so on and so forth, that actually directs you back to if you were listening to song three on first album, oh. song four on third album actually You're like a mini Taylor Swift up in here. <laughs> uh, I, I am... I'll take that. That's okay with me. Yeah. <laughs> so well, you're just... doing a show at the Analog on the 21st, yeah. and I have a proposition for you. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really it sure. doesn't involve the bathroom. I just wanted to know. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Why would it involve the bathroom? Propositions, bathrooms, you know, oh, things, okay. get, mm. things get freaky. I did, I did see a t-shirt here that says $20 is $20, <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> um, no, I think that um, Gabby and I should not only go, but I think we should host the show. Oh, I'm so for that. Okay. I feel like you can't say no because you're on our podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're really, really pulling my arm here. Like, like you know what? You're, we're going to have to drag this out with lawyers and get the paperwork <laughs> correct. No, absolutely. Come on out, man. So yeah. wait, what is the show going to be like? Is it like a showcase? Yeah, so we're going to set it up like a showcase. So um, I've been in the studio. Uh, actually, this past weekend, I was in the studio finishing up some songs, and, and it's really a moment of saying hey this is what we've been working on for really quite a while now um and and stringing some stuff together and and this is like the launching off point so to speak um so we got one of my good buddies tim ream is going to be opening up the show uh we've written a lot of of those songs together and so it's going to be a really really fun moment for me in in the sense that i kind of was under a rock when i first got to nashville like people because i was in i didn't work in the music industry yeah. i like wasn't affiliated with you anybody. just being a hot man doing punching buttons on a calculator yeah you said it man <laughs> good job but uh, 
but so it's it's fun to uh, to kind of step up and be like, hey, you know, I'm I'm here to play. Like I'm I'm ready to to do this. So that's the vibe, and it's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of energy, man. We we're gonna bring a lot of energy. So get ready. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, he was born ready. I, for real, I came out the the sunroof ready. Yeah, I feel I like I said the womb, but I didn't come out the little hoo ha. I came out the top roof. I feel like we should um, tell our listeners how we first bumped into Willie because okay. <laughs> so it happened last night. Yeah, you at go ahead, Abby. So <clears throat> we may have had a couple of shots of tequila. She says a couple, as in six. <laughs> that is a couple. And uh, I just asked these two guys who were speaking in an Australian accent if they were from Australia. And then they proceeded to give me a lot of abuse. You did not step up at all and ask, was I okay? Well, he was networking. I was working, Gab. Is that what you call it? Yeah. All right. Okay, fine. See, look, he's here now. Willie, concerned citizen. <laughs> I, I was so I as as this is going on I I was just introduced to you and it was like hey nice to meet you and I like look over and I thought that these guys were part of your crew that was hanging out last night and no. listening no. <laughs> listening to about five seconds of the conversation I was like ooh this is going very sour over here and if they are friends this friendship might be over wait did you step in uh, I started moving slowly. I was standing basically right behind your shoulder. I don't know if you knew. I probably looked like a creeper, but like, <laughs> hey, like, you know, puffing my chest. But, no, he even went so far as to tell your other friend who was wearing, I thought, a, yeah. a great outfit. And he's like, yeah. let's be real. She's wearing a freaking Canadian tuxedo. And I was like, bro, you need to chill. Like, yeah. it's time for you to walk across the street. It got it got weird, man. I didn't even know all this happened. I blacked yeah. out. Yeah, you were just <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm just saying I did. Yes. So then um, Willie was then like, proceeded- are you okay? Yeah, I was like, like, do we need to go get a drink? Are you all right? <laughs> yes, always. Yes. But then we proceeded to the gay bar, which you didn't come to. I, I did not. Well, we you missed should- out on a lot of naked flesh. A lot of I'm not sure how to flesh. respond to that. Okay, all right. Like okay. there were appendages just flying everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you say that so eloquently. I mean, it just It's so naturally. I will say they don't like women in that place. I tried to get up on stage. Well, I got up on stage and was escorted off. <laughs> That's, she's not joking. I have a video of it too. It's no, I mean, I'm not slightly. Oh, joking. I'm have to see the video. <laughs> we have a video. Yeah. Okay. So if you were to sum up your like project that's coming out this summer in five words, what would you say? Oh my gosh. I would say it's something along the lines of emotion enveloped. In what the hell does enveloped mean? Like envelope. You enveloped. put it in an envelope. <laughs> emotion inclusive? surrounded it. We can use inclusive. How about that? Okay. How about emotion no because it's it's like the outside it's like packaged okay right? so, oh god i feel like you ruined a really nice moment there. i'm sorry <laughs> i've never heard that word before in my life that's all right that's all right that's all right uh so i would say emotion enveloped in rhythmic colors i want that tattooed as a tramp stamp like that was beautiful <laughs> ruined it again ruined it again <laughs> got a knack for this kind story of story of my life welcome to it <laughs> willie shaw thank you so much for coming being on straight yeah. out of nashville yeah, we thank adore you for you. having me man i appreciate it can't wait to come to your show and dance yeah it's gonna be a good time so there we go my future husband ladies and gentlemen mr willie shaw I was staring at him the entire time that he was singing with my mouth wide open and like drool from each side. I can vouch for that. And guys, if you don't believe us, you can see him in the flesh in Nashville. Yeah, uh, May, May 21st. 21st at the Analog. We, Gabby and I are going to be hosting the show. <laughs> That's right. That's what he said. We're holding him to it. That, it's on the podcast. It's on record. Like, That's what else it. do you want from me? Hello. Welcome. Yeah. Now, if this is your first... 
uh, experience of listening to us straight out of Nashville podcast, we do talk about sex quite a lot. Honestly, I feel like we're really sexual creatures. I, d- I didn't think I was. Or that we particularly were. You're we? a creep. I'm fuck off. I'm not a creep. <laughs> you're a creep. <laughs> no, legit, you're a freak, Gabby. Not if you speak to Carl Swindle. Oh, eh. Thank you so much. Yeah. Anyway, my point being that, like, I don't just want to talk about sex and my loins for this whole podcast, but... But, I, go th- ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't my loins, boo. Our first night when we checked in, and this hotel is gorgeous. Let's give them a plug. It's called the Heron House. Yeah, we're at the Heron House, and it's, like, this really cute boutique hotel, and honestly, mm-hmm. it's, like, so beautiful and quaint, and there's, like enormous trees and flowers and like breakfast and like it's amazing i would i want to live here it's really cute and what's great about it unlike i guess bigger hotels especially during this festival it's in the thick of the action as in you walk a couple of blocks and you're like right amongst it but it's also tucked away yeah so i feel like the people staying here actually aren't staying for the festival right they're um, really respectful. Re- well, are they respectful, though? Well. So, <laughs> moving on to the next story. Uh-huh, go ahead. Zach and I had uh, gone out. We'd, we would took it easy the first night, didn't yeah. we? We were like, I didn't even think we had any drinks. I think you maybe had a beer, but... Oh, yeah, um, I had a, like a Mick Ultra or something like... Oh, yeah. I'm keeping it breezy. Yeah. And so, we come back to the hotel at a respectable hour. It was like, what, like 11? 10.30. 10.30 or yeah. something like that. Uh, we walk through the gate, and I'm like, oh, there's somebody in the pool. There's two people in the pool. There's two people banging in the pool. (laughs) (laughs) No, so literally this man was in this, like, donut floaty, and the woman was on this little pink layout floaty, and the man in the donut was fucking the pink floaty. I swear to God, we walked in. And I feel like they were both about to climax. Like they oh were so my god, too close. far! You always take it too far. They were too both far. so close. And Gabby like put her hand over her face and just started walking towards the room. <laughs> I can't! I can't! I can't! I my can't. eyes! My eyes! It burns! Yeah. <laughs> so that was a really great first impression. Yes, uh, we've not seen them since the dirty scoundrels. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Gabby has not been in the pool since then. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is show one live from the Key West Songwriters Festival. We are going to do a second show next week. Yeah. Um, which is going to be more uh, interviews, more stuff that we're saving from Key West. Because there's just so much going on. We can't cram it all into one episode. All of it. Yeah, but uh, the last voice you heard, apart from Zach and I's, was Willie Shaw, who is very new, very up-and-coming. I'm really excited. And he's pop from Nashville. And he's pop, yeah. And I'm really excited to see what journey he goes on yeah. like, with his career. But now we're going to move on to somebody who is a veteran in the songwriting world. Like, literally legendary. Yes. He's an entertainer. He's a silver fox. He looks like Santa Claus. Ish. Uh, he wears great Hawaiian shirts. And he smells good. He smells damn good. Robert L. Keane, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are at the southernmost point, the start of America at the Key West Songwriters Festival. Hi. And we've got the legend Robert L. Keane with us. You're a bit of a... Um, a seasoned pro at the songwriting festival. Uh, you do your bloody, bloody merry starts to the day. Right. Uh, there's uh, we do a Bloody Mary brunch on 
Uh, about 10 o'clock in the morning. We did one this morning, do one tomorrow. That is You're a dream come, come true. Do you drink yeah. Bloody Marys every day at home or just no, when you're here? No, 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 no. I just, I, I, I actually just, you know, like, you know, keep them in the fridge for if there's an emergency. I like that. Yeah, there just you go. necessary, yeah, yeah, just in case. That's right. That's he right. drinks his own brand of beer. Yeah, my beer's really good, too. I have three kinds. You, know. you have three kinds three of beer? Kinds. I have the Honey Pilsner, which is like Honey Pilsner, right? And then the next one is the Front Porch Amber Ale, which is really the oh, best yum. ale, right? Because uh, on my rider, where I travel all around the country, on my rider, we have this thing that just says... Give us a six-pack of a local craft beer or ale. So I've tried the ales all the way across the country. Yeah, done and the so research. When I was making this ale, like I was like, I want it this way because I've tasted a lot of crappy ales. Wait, right? speaking of your rider, what else is on there? Is there anything like it's, out of control? No, no, no. It's really simple. I mean, there was a time when all of a sudden the band sort of took over the rider and started putting crap like hummus and coconut water on there, <laughs> and that got axed as soon as. What's wrong with a bit of coconut water? I'm paying for it. They can buy their own coconut water. <laughs> that's right. Yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Busy man, 19 albums under your belt. Album number 20 on the way? Oh, yeah, always. You know, I mean, there's right around the corner. Right now, while we're talking. That's crazy. Yeah. 20 yeah. albums. Mm-hmm. For somebody that's never been to Key West for Songwriter Festival before, like, what is the highlight for you of being here? Uh, I would have to say the songwriting itself. I mean, yeah. going around and seeing, you know, people... One thing when you've been in, you know, when you get in the music business, you somewhat forget some of the like magical parts of it. And one of the most magical things about songwriting is going to see someone who you've never seen before, you don't know, you don't have any idea, and all of a sudden they sing like some big huge hit that you've never heard before. Like for instance, we were in the car in the Uber that, on the way over here. We had this Haiti guy. I mean, he cranks up this uh, that song from Titanic, Near, Far, whatever, wherever you oh, are. Oh, yeah. My heart will go on. you are. Anyway, uh, so that... So that <laughs> I know that guy, Will Jennings, who wrote that. You know, so, I mean, you know, if you uh, walk... The B-side is wherever the hell you yeah. are. <laughs> so that's that's really, I think, that's the most yeah. fun. And, and not just... But it's not just unique to... Uh, the keys, I mean, it's unique to this particular weekend. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of Nashville that comes to Key West, the Nashville like songwriting community. Um, you lived in Nashville and would never move back? No, no, I love Nashville. I have, you know, some of my best friends in Nashville. As a matter of fact, BMI itself, uh, had it not been for BMI and specifically Jody Williams with BMI, yeah. I wouldn't even be in the music business because he kind of saved me. Wow, amazing. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So I did a little bit of digging on you, and I know you do like this country show every, oh, this Christmas show every year at the mm. Ryman, and it sold out like really quickly last mm. year. Are we doing another one? Because Gabby and I want to be their front row. Oh, great. Yeah, please. Okay. Dressed as elves. Yeah, Absolutely. we want to be your Santa elves. Oh, those are good. Yeah, I, we've, got a, <laughs> we've got a place for you, as a okay, matter good. of fact. So you're going on the road again? Oh, yeah, I'm always on the road. Always he busy. lives on the road. <laughs> so then how have you found time to launch a podcast? Well, uh, that um, is something that, you know, I'm always kind of dabbling in something that would keep me connected to like to what's going on. Like I do try to keep connected with, you know, who who's doing what and, you know, what songs are, are good and who, particularly what good writers are out there and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, so um, my daughter uh, said, you know, we should do a podcast. She listens to podcasts all the time. So I, I, I said great you know what do we do about then we talked about it and we decided americana would be good because i'm one of the few artists that will openly say that i embrace americana and the americana 
label in the Americana category. And I think it's actually a place where a lot of people could be, and if we embraced it more, it would be it would be more solid. And there, and then you would, you know, when you stop somebody on the street and say, you know what Americana is, they wouldn't tell you that it's like an antique store in Comfort, Texas, you know. So, yeah. so we have this podcast we created uh, that uh, defines and expands Americana. Mostly it's interviews and songs. Dang! Yeah, right? <laughs> that is awesome! That's how this guy rolls. This might be a bit inappropriate to say, but you smell really good, Robert. Thank you very much. I needed you to know. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's the coconut water. <laughs> Thank you so much. We're definitely going to check out one of your Bloody Mary brunches. And Americana podcast. Oh, okay. Of course. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And no. obviously you need to check out Straight Out of Nashville, the podcast, because you're okay. going to be on it. We will. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Literally, I wish he was my grandpa. He is the dopest dude. It's Mr. Robert Earl King on Straight Out of Nashville. He is so charming. And cool and like literally yeah. has the best story. So Cole Swindell, Willie Shaw, Robert Earl King, we've all had them on straight out of Nashville. Next week we've got some more tricks up our sleeve. That's right. And also huge shout out to H Radio for sending us here for the Key West Songwriters Festival. This mm-hmm. honestly has been like a life changing moment for both of us of like yeah. getting to do this, taking the podcast on the road and like having so many people believe in us. And here we are still fully clothed in bed together <laughs> doing the podcast. That's it. <laughs> Dreams can come true, guys. <laughs> and while we're on the subject of HD radio, I just want to make sure you all know that HD radio takes an AM or an FM frequency, splits it so you get four digital channels. You can find Zach on Pride Radio. I was like, it's kind of like my Pride Radio show. Like, I'm syndicated through iHeart, but they take it from the iHeart app. Yeah. And they put it on all the local stations. Like, we're in 55 different stations across the country. So you'll always find your primary station, like I'm on The Rock. So 105.9 The Rock will lock onto the HD1 channel. And then 2, 3, and 4 allows for extra content like Pride Radio, like Disney Country Radio, yeah. all these awesome stations that you wouldn't necessarily be able to access on a traditional radio like in your car. A lot of newer cars have HD radio built in. You can save the songs from your favorite ones that you hear on the radio. And the best part is, is that there is no subscription. That's it. Once you have the, the radio, you, you're you good to You got to pay no dollar bills out your pocket. So... Thank you so much, HD Radio and Key West Songwriters Festival, for having us. We literally have had the best time. Stay tuned for next week. We're going to have another episode from some of the incredible interviews that we've had in Key West. That's right. Thanks for listening, guys. And we played the first thing that came to our heads. Just so happened to be 